open us up with a word of prayer, quickly. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this day. Lord, thank you for your word. I ask that you will open up our hearts and that you will weave, Lord, your word into our hearts and knit it tightly, Lord, that we will know it. Ah, Lord, that will be encouraged, Lord, that will be exhorted, that, um, Lord, will be comforted, Lord, by it. Um, and Lord, shine, shine in our hearts, Lord, in those dark areas, Lord, that need to see the light of your word, Lord. Um, and bring us to repentance, Lord, rebuke us mm. uh, where there is need to be. We ask our Lord, uh, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. amen. Okay, um, so today we are still uh, in the Psalms, but we are we were sort of deviating, we we're jumping from uh, book one and we'll be going to book two. Um, we'll be looking at Psalm 42. Um, uh, okay, so let me, let me read the Psalm first, Psalm 41. I'll read both Psalm 42 and 43 because um, because there they, they is one overarching theme that's in both of them. And um, Psalm 43 actually doesn't have a title, which, which kind of shows us that um, at some point, Psalm 42 and 43 were one psalm. Um, and um, I think you've noticed that. Let me read. Um, the title is, Why You Cast Down My Soul to the Choir Master in Moscow of the Sons of Korah. As a deer pants for the flowing streams, so my pants, so my pants, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they say to me all the day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How, how, how I would go with the throng and lead them in procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude-keeping festival. Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Open God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. My soul is cast down within me. Therefore I remember you from the land of Jordan and Hermon, from Mount Mizar, deep calls to deep, at the roars of your waterfalls, all your breakers and your waves have gone over me. By day the Lord commands his steadfast love, and at night his song is with me, a prayer to God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do you mourn? Why do I go? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a deadly wound in my bones, my adversaries taunt me, while they say to me all the day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Open God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Vindicate me, O, o, my, vindicate me, o God, and defend my cause against an ungodly people. From the deceitful and unjust man, deliver me. For you, 
for, for you are the God in whom I take refuge. Why have you rejected me? Why do I go on? Why do I go about mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? Send out your light and your truth. Let, let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill, into your dwelling place. Then I will go to the altar of God. God, to God my exceeding joy. I will praise you with the lyre. Oh God, my God, why are you cast down on my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Yeah. Um, so like I said, what we're going through, uh, mostly we'll, we'll just con concentrate on Psalm 42, but I also wanted you to see Psalm 43 continues and it's the same thing really. Um, you can see the refrain, overarching refrain is the same. Um, yeah, so as I mentioned, um, Psalm 42 is in this is in book two of the Psalter, and it's thought to have been compiled um, around the reign of Hezekiah and also into the reign of Josiah. So after long after David's reign, um, and <clears throat> book two, book two is is the first time we see. Um, like psalms that are attributed to other authors other than David. Um, uh, but he's still a major contributor. He still contributes about 66% of, of the psalms in, this, in book two. Um, but uh, we, we, we are intro we're then introduced to other authors of the psalm. Now, the first thing I want us to, to notice right there is in the... It's in the... Uh, it's in the title, and it's this is what it says, right? Uh, to the choir mask, a maskel of the sons of Korah, uh, and a maskel is not um, so very clear what it means. I mean, commentators are divided on uh, on the meaning of it, but it's it's very it's a transliteration from into English from the Hebrew. Um, so there's a number of is a number of things. If you go to the ESV Bible, you look at the the footnotes for this, it will tell you that a maskel is some kind of musical term. Um, some other commentators say that a maskel is, uh, or, or rather, when, when some when commentators, when they look at like the source word, the verb in the Hebrew, it means to, it says connotations of, of instruction, of uh, so in this case, you think of it as um, this psalm is a psalm of instruction, or or or, or, or it, it could mean also that this is a wisely constructed uh, psalm. Um, so yeah, so bear that in mind. But also the next thing there is the, the composer, a muscle of the sons of Korah. So the sons of Korah um, were special. Yes, they were, I'll say, a sect within the Levitical, <laughs> the, the, the Levitical priesthood that uh, specialized, their, their job was to uh, lead worship. They, they were responsible for the musical uh, ministry, so to speak. Um, they were the Israel's worship leaders. You see them in First um, Chronicles 6, uh, from verse 31 to 38, like there's... Uh, there's a whole list of the different 
uh, Elise's sons going through the Levitical lineage of the Levites. It also then mentions the Korites. Uh, but also in 2 in Chronicles, we see that David uh, is talking about how they were leading in, in song with David. Uh, yeah, so uh, you will notice that I, I've titled this, 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 this sermon um, A Case for a Depressed Soul. Um, the main reason I've done so is because uh, if you look at how the psalm is constructed, it, it sort of, it's a very honest, it's very vulnerable. Um, the psalm is very, we're sort of granted a, a front row seat into uh, a doctor's room, as I would call it. Um, we have the psalmist, um, he's presenting, uh, he, he's telling the doctor his, his symptoms and the doctor sort of does a diagnosis and sees what are the causes of his symptoms. And ultimately there is a, <clears throat> a treatment plan that is recommended for uh, his, 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 his ailments, right? Um, so the first thing I want us to see there is uh, it's the symptoms, then we'll go into the causes, and then the remedies. Yeah, so today we will be medical students, so to speak. <laughs> um, yeah, so the first thing there is, from verse 1, in verse 1 and verse 2, we see, like, uh, the first symptom, it's, it's, a, it's, it's spiritual desolation. Um, you can see this uh, descriptions you make, he, he, he pants, he, he thirsts, he longs for God. He, he wants to commune with God, right? Just listen to this. As a deer pants for the flowing streams, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Uh, when shall I come and appear before God? So you, the, the, this is a man who, 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 who is longing, he's thirsting for God. You, you can see, like, um, he, he clearly... Uh, uh, it's sort of a scenario where you, you can be, he, he, maybe he, he does his daily devotions every day. He has his daily devotions, he prays, he, he reads the scriptures, he <clears throat> but, but yet it's just a dry spell. I mean, it, it could be similar to, maybe, maybe this could be your experience. You're going to church every Sunday, maybe even twice on Sunday. You, you're going to every Bible study, uh, yet the, the you, you are still left thirsting for God. Mm. You, you want God, you, you, but God, it just seems so far. It, 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 it's, it's sort of a dry and it just weary season. And this is exactly what we see. That's the first symptom. Uh, and the next one is he, he's mourning right there. Right? So you see, verse 3, My tears have been my food day and night. While they say to me, yeah, so, so from from. Verse 3, part 8, right? You see, this man is crying. He is grieved by grief. He's mourning. He is just sorrowful. Um, his tears may not necessarily be like an outward, outward tears that you could see, but you can see inside he's, he's definitely, he's, you know, he's broken, he's heartbroken. He's, he's, emo he's affected emotionally. There is, even as he talks about like his, his tears being his food, you can sort of see it's, it's as if he, he can't enjoy food anymore. Mm. He's, lo he's lost taste for food or anything really. He, he, he just, he, he doesn't have an appetite for, for anything. He, he has no motivation. Everything just seems so bitter. It's it, it, it sort of like, it just, 
the taste is gone. You, it's it's so bland. Nothing can cheer him up, so to speak. That that that's that's sort of like the description that we're seeing. He, he he's just so beat down. He's so beat down. He's he's constantly on the brink of like tears. He, imagine if like I can I can almost imagine that maybe someone in the household maybe it's a, maybe one of his doors doesn't work nicely he is trying to open it he, even as he fails to do so he will be he will melt down into tears that's the sort of thing or maybe he can't open it up the little things are just bringing him to the brink of, of tears he's, he's constantly like in a meltdown mm. and maybe you, you can relate to that sort of thing maybe you've been there and <clears throat> But but that, that 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 that's that that's exactly what what we see. The psalmist he's swallowed up he, by this monster. It's like there's a cloud that hangs over him. Yeah. Uh, but but it's not just that. Um, the third symptom that we see is that there's turmoil for his soul. Look at verse five. Right? We can say, "Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hoping God." For I shall again praise him. He will repeat this exact same thing in verse 11, right? Uh, why are you cast down on my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? In fact, you will you will see even in verse, it's, it's verse 5, I think. Uh, yes, verse 5 of chapter 43 is the same refrain. The, the, you, you see his soul is in turmoil. He, 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 everything is sort of upside down. He is just out of sync. He, he, he smiles and sort of frowns even. He, he, <clears throat> he, he enters the room and he just sucks the life out of it. That, that's, that's how he, this is the type of person he is right now. He, it's sort of like there's, there's, there's been a cyclone in his life that, that's gone through him and he's just in a deep state of melancholy. He, he, he is so sad. He, so, his soul is really uh, <clears throat> in turmoil. But uh, then the next symptom is we see it in verse 7. This is where it says, Deep calls to deep at the roar of your waterfalls. All your breakers, all your waves have gone over me. And right there, it's a, <clears throat> we have a sense of how overwhelmed he is, right? There are metaphors on water. So the first one, first part, deep calls to deep. It's a depiction of just being engulfed. He is, he's just feels like he's sinking deeper and deeper. It, it's that feeling of just like he is drowning. It's, it's as if like he's drowning and gulp after gulp is just like squeezing the life out of him. He's just overwhelmed. In the next part there when he talks about breakers, all your breakers and your waves have gone over me. You, that, that's, that, that, the, 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 the metaphor is very much like, uh, it's a sea metaphor. Mm. And the breakers and winds is, uh, it's as if like he's trying to get up, but the wave, wave after wave, break after break, it just keeps knocking him down. That's um, <clears throat> that's really the, the 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 sense that we get there is like time and time again, he there's like trouble constantly. That it's for emphasis. He this man, the he, he can't seem to catch a break. Uh, <clears throat> it's sort of like how. Um, in Jonah 2 3, right? Jonah is talking about how, like, he's been cast into the deep, he's in the heart of the sea, he's surrounded by a flood, and 
waves and billows they are passing over and it's the exact same description that Jonah sort of experienced and then you will then uh, be swallowed up by a, <coughs> by a fish. It, it's that exact same experience. I mean, <coughs> and in one sense, th this is not, uh, I don't want us to think of this as, the, 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 this is some kind of, this is an unhealthy experience or anything. Um, I mean, you can definitely, can clearly see this man is in a fight. He's struggling. He, he, he wants to know God. He wants to love. He wants to follow God. That's the sense that we get. This is not a, it, it's not a, a psychotic episode or anything. There is nothing morbid about him. It's, um, I think we all sort of go through this. Sometimes God will, 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 will take you to a place like this. He will put you through the ringer. He, he will he, he will shake you quite a bit mm. and, and, <clears throat> and you and we come out much better for it at the end of it but but this is clearly a case of uh, what Martin Lloyd Jones calls uh, spiritual depression that, that's how he puts it um, yeah so next thing now I want us to notice the the, the causes or the, or the diagnosis and um, <clears throat> If in an overarching way, I, think, I, I can simply, we can simply say these causes are isolation. Now there's different types of isolation that we'll see here, but in essence it's all isolation. The first one, from verse, uh, <clears throat> from verse 1 and 2, right, uh, we, we saw that he, he's in a, it's a dry and thirsty place. This is the spiritual isolation. The, this is, it's, <clears throat> it's sort of like, it's not clear why he's there, right? Uh, but <clears throat> but what, 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 what we definitely can say is it, it does not look like to be a depression caused by sin or something. Um, as we, we, if, if you read Psalm 51, that, that's clearly a depression that is caused by sin. And, and that happens at times, but clearly in this case, it, it does not look like it's, it's one caused by sin. But... <clears throat> Um, it, it seems to have been um, uh, so a, a sense of like the, the God withdrawing the light of his countenance. I mean, I think the, the, the smile of God being withdrawn. In, in chapter 18 of the 1689 Confession, I think it puts it, it gives this as one of the explanations that sometimes you, 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 you might lose your assurance of salvation as God removes his light of his countenance. And I think this is a it, it, this is clearly a case of that, right? That that we're seeing in verse one and two. He's he, he's panting. He he is panting for God. He's thirsting for God. He, he wants to come and be before God. Mm. Th th that's there's this spiritual isolation. That that's clearly a cause of his depression, right? But even as we go along, right, we we, we see um, <clears throat> we, we see another sense, uh, another form of isolation, a physical one. This is what it says, right? These things I remember. That's verse 4. Uh, These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would go with the throne and lead them in procession to the house of God. The glad shouts and glad shouts and songs of praise and the multitude keeping festival. But So he's clearly not there. He's remembering things. He's clearly somewhere else. And <clears throat> Verse 6 then, uh, th th then sort of like clears it out. And this is where it says, And uh, my soul is cast down with within me. Therefore, I remember you 
from the land of Jordan in Hermon, from Mount Misa, right? So this man, this man is not in Jerusalem. He is at Mount Misa. He is in the land of Jordan and Hermon, right? He is he's further up north, uh, up north from, from Jerusalem. He, he cannot attend the worship at the temple. He, he, and imagine this, he is one of the sons of Korah. He's a leader, he's a worship leader, he's a music leader of the priesthood, right? But he's unable to have this. This is his job. This is what he does. You can almost imagine how unbearable that is, right? He's been excluded. He's been excluded from this. He's unable to gather. He's unable to fellowship with the people of God, right? Um, there's a lot of speculation about like when this was written. Some people may say, it might have been written uh, while Israel's in exile, right? Uh, in the Babylonian captivity, or, or, or it could be, or some other people put it as uh, that, that, that this guy, one of the sons of Korah, had, uh, that this is during the time that David is, um, escapes Jerusalem and during Absalom's uh, rebellion, and he's away, and this is during the time that he, he has this longing, right? But, but, <clears throat> and, and he is now unable to attend the worship service. It, so, so that's all speculation, but, but what is clear is this man is physically, he's geographically isolated. He cannot be with the people of God. Uh, you, you, you can almost see even right now, think of right now, we're secluded, we're in different places. It, it, you could be having this sort of this this same feeling of just being depressed because you, you cannot gather with the people of God. You can be excluded in the same way. And, and that could be a cause for depression. You see the, the, the necessity, the reason, the need for you to gather. I mean, Hebrews 10.25 tells us not to neglect the, the gathering of the saints because this is what happens. When you are called of God, just not being able to do it, 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 it can cause depression, and we see it. With, yeah, but but it's, so it's, it's not just a spiritual isolation or a geographical one, but what, what we see there is also a social isolation here. Look at this from verse three. This is where he says, "Right, um, my tears have been my food day and night, then, uh, while they say to me all the day long, where is your God?'" Mm. And then verse 10, uh, this is what it says. As with a deadly wound in my bones, my adversaries taunt me, while they say to me all the day long, where is your God? This is a man who is being taunted, he's being mobbed, he, he, he's, in, he's in distress, but the, uh, these are the kind of people that he's around, they, they, they're kicking him when he's down. He, 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 they, 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 they're saying these things to him. You, you, it's sort of like you, you, you say you love God. You say you trust in God. You say God is. You say He's a faithful God. You say He's a covenant keeping God. Well, but but look at you. Where, where, where is He now? Right. Look at yourself. Look at your circumstances. But right? and <clears throat> that's that's the sort of like a torment that is going to. There's a social isolation. It's it's sort of like how <clears throat> you can think of Job, right? Job and his wife. His wife comes to him uh, in the midst of that trouble, and he's like, "Guess God and die, right? 
uh, or, or his friends, his friends who come to Job and they say, Job, you must be in sin. That's why you all of this is happening to you. They're questioning his salvation. Mm -hmm. And it's a culmination. It's a combination of all of these things, right? Um, <clears throat> the, 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 and it's, it's not, what, what is clear is these people are not just uh, walking up to a, to not sort of a random guy, but they have not come to someone who uh, seemingly is like always well with him, or, uh, that, that um, it seems like things are going going well for him or whatever. But what, what is clear is that he, <laughs> this guy looks like someone who God has abandoned. If he, he is that type of person, right? He, he, you can sort of see it from his face. Yeah. So. <clears throat> The the, 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 the the social isolation is not is not is not sort of uh, it's not happening at a time when he's all this well, but he's being excluded when he needs when he needs people around him most. And uh, this is this is sort of exactly how the prophets lived, right? Mm -hmm. This is how they were treated. There were social outcasts. You can think of Elijah. Jeremiah, they, they were socially excluded. They were outcasts. And, and if you if you read like all of the prophets, you can see the kind of depression that it led to, this exclusion, this social exclusion. But yeah, so then, and I think um, the, the the next cause, the next cause, the next isolation that is there is that um, is what I'm, I'm calling its perceived divine. Isolation. So um, <clears throat> look at verse 9. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do you go on? Why do, you, why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? The, the, he, he, you, you, you see clearly that he is, is like, it, it's this perceived, uh, I call it divine, a perceived divine isolation because you can see that, in fact, uh, in verse 8, this is what he said. The Lord, by day the Lord commands his steadfast love, and by night his song is with me, a prayer to God of my life. So he clearly, he, <clears throat> he clearly still believes in God. He's clearly still trusting God, but he, he, he's, so, he's in such turmoil that he's having these white questions, right? He's like, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go on mourning? <clears throat> He, he doesn't sense the, the like the, the smile and the warmth of God. He his mind knows it, but his heart just <laughs> doesn't feel it. It can't comprehend it, right? It, it, it's it's sort of like um, job the, the job three experience, right? Uh, the, the, he's going through he's got all these questions. It's it sort of like he's saying, "Why me, right? Why now? Why so harsh? Why so unrelenting? Why have you forgotten me, right?" Why are my prayers not being answered? Why am I not being heard? Do you even hear me, right? The, uh, how long shall I wait? How long shall I be here? The, 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 those are the sort of questions that he's having. You, you, you can sort of see it. Um, it's quite identical to what uh, David says in the first half of, um, in the first half of uh, Psalm 13. Uh, let me just read it for you. Psalm 13, just from verse 1 to Psalm 13, 
Psalm, yes, Psalm 13, from verse 1 to 4. This is what it says, right? The Psalm of David. Um, How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all, the, all day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. I, I mean, <clears throat> it, they, 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 it ends very differently for David. But you see, this is the exact sort of thing that this, uh, the psalmist is going through. And, and after that, there is always this, this the, the, the sort of, yes, what I would call it's the accusations that follow. Like, he, he, life is not fair. God doesn't. God is not dealing with me uh, fairly, right? He, you, you, you are not. He doesn't seem to quite understand. There is a sense of disgruntlement in a way, but <clears throat> yeah. And I've mentioned that I've called it like this perceived isolation because you you see, even like how he starts verse nine. I say to my God, my rock. So he knows, he knows, his head knows this. He know, it knows this truth. He, like, but his heart can't comprehend it. His heart is so sore. Mm. He, 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 it, 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 it's sort of like um, what, what, what uh, Jake, sorry, what, what Job calls um, the words for the wind. He, when he's talking about how when his friends are sort of like talking about how he's not... Um, uh, he doesn't seem to be uh, the, the, his friends are questioning what he's saying and he's saying how can you sort of be questioning my words when my heart is so sore and these are sort of like words for the wind and what that, what that means is sort of sort of like um, if you are in, in a place where your, your, your doctrine of suffering is solid right you, you may go through this and, and you might say these exact same things and, and I think it's not helpful that people start to try to be uh, pointing out every little doctrinal <laughs> inconsistency that you have. It, it's, it's, it's a, these are words for the wind. You, you will, sometime later, you'll be like, oh, you'll be so glad that the Lord did not strike you down but because of like all of these things. And th that's the sort of thing that, that, that you see there, right? So we, we clearly see like the, the, these dark moments for the psalmist, right? Mm -hmm. That, that, that they, they, there is an absence of God that he feels. There is taunting of unbelievers. There is uh, <clears throat> the, the, the memory of better days and like and overwhelming all these unending trials that, that he sort of feels. And, he, and there's a sense of uh, also God's timing just doesn't, it, it just feels, all of it just kind of sucks. It, that's the truth. It sucks, and uh, <clears throat> and what 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 there is, what what this is showing us truly is that when we go through these things, we should. It's important to acknowledge just how terrible it is, how bad it is. So there there's a what I call Christian is that uh, people will, will sort of dismiss and not acknowledge. The pain and the suffering that they're going through, and uh, they, they, also, they, there's always this talk about my joy is in the Lord, right? 
when you're not feeling it, when you're not acknowledging it. But, but what, what, what we clearly see here is that the psalmist is today, he's showing us that he has been there. He, he, he has seen dark days. He's asked these why questions. He, he, he has wrestled with God. He, he knows exactly what it feels like, right? And uh, <clears throat> he knows how it feels like to be isolated, how, to, how, how it feels to, be, uh, to feel lonely in a room full of people. This is what this man is going through. But it, it doesn't stop there. The, 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 there's a detail of, like, of the remedies, of the solutions that, that, that we see. And praise God for that. Uh, <clears throat> so the next part is, is, the, is the treatment plan. Uh, it's the gospel remedies. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, we can just go back to verse 4. Right? Verse 4 says, um, These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I'll go with the throne and lead them in procession to the house of God with great shouts and, and songs of praise and multitude keeping festivals, right? Um, <clears throat> this man, he is remembering one of the, one of the, yes, one of the, one of, one of the remedies, one of the gospel remedies is to remember. He is remembering going to, going to, uh, <clears throat> to the house of God, leading a procession. Uh, in a sense, it's sort of like how in Joshua 4, you remember um, the Israelites have to erect these memorial stones. So, so it, it would remind them of God's covenantal faithfulness. So there's a sense in which that is the same thing. And sort of just remember God's blessing in their lives, what God has taken them through, what, he, what he's seen them through. But, but in particular with this one, I think he doesn't, uh, <clears throat> in particular, he, he, he's talking about it. He remembers uh, going with the throne, leading them in procession to the house of the Lord with great shouts and songs of praise, a multitude keeping festival. Right? It's, so well, it, it's not so much about the event, so to speak. What he's remembering is he's remembering the encouragement that he got from that, the exhortation. The love of God that he felt from the worship service, right? From the temple. He, he, the, the, the hymns that were sung. The, the, the preaching of God's word, right? And in the fellowship that followed. I, I mean, for us, it will also include the Lord's table, right? You, it, these are the type of things that we need to remember in these dark times. Uh, what, 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 remember what it is. Remember what they mean, right? <clears throat> and... What I want us to, to definitely notice here, this is not a point of nostalgia, right? It's not just remembering, oh, I, yeah, my friends, me and my friends, we will, yeah, we were at church at one point. Ah, it was sweet. No, no. <laughs> this is not a, that's just, nostalgia is useless in this time. When you're going through, when you're going through the ringer, it's just like, whoa, so what, right? What I want us to notice here is that what is going on even right now at a church service, at a worship service, it's not just religious tradition. We're not just going through the motions. What is happening here is this is the sort of place where people are made alive, where the dead come to life. This is a place where saints are strengthened. This is, a, this is a place where we have an audience with God. This is where we commune with God. 
this is what's happening right now. It, even in this very in this very service, this very service might be what God uses 10, 20 years from now to keep you, to preserve you. It, it, this is not this is not just uh, uh, just we're not just going through it here. It, this is not just a datadum. <laughs> or we haven't come here and sang songs for entertainment. No, there's something happening there. The, the, this is not just like any other, I don't know, event. No, th this is where in the presence of God, we're communing with God. This is an audience with God. And this is what this man remembers. And in our dark times, we ought to remember this very thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next thing that I want is... The, 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 Yes, the, the next thing I want us to see as part of this remedy is that this man affirms God's sovereign love. So, verse 7, this, this is what it says, right? Deep calls to deep uh, at the rows of one. Notice this, your waterfalls, all your breakers, all your waves have gone over me. <laughs> this man acknowledges the, the, God's sovereignty. It's not his enemies who are coming here. It's not his his enemies who are. Uh, <clears throat> it's not his enemies that he's saying are uh, a uh, sort of uh, troubling him or causing him dismay. It's not the devil. He is saying he knows that God directs all things. The devil is God's devil, as Martin Luther would say. <laughs> he he sees it. All the things that that description of like. The, that deep calls to deep at the rows of your waterfalls, at all your breakers, all your waves have gone over me. It's the Lord, he acknowledges it's the Lord who's doing this. But, but notice, even better, in, in, in verse 8, this is what he says, right? The Lord, by day, the Lord commands his steadfast love. Mm. Uh, yeah. First thing I want us to notice is the, the, the Lord, uh, uh, or God's name there, the Lord, is, is Yahweh. In book two, it's not used very much, <clears throat> as much as in book one. Uh, but 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 what 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 this is really truly speaking of it's it's the love of God that is bound by His oath, by His covenant. It's it's sealed in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is what he is talking about. Uh, that the Lord commands His steadfast love, right? <laughs> This man, he's affirming the sovereignty of God. He's affirming his sovereign love. Mm. He's affirming his gracious love. He's, uh, <clears throat> that it is God's sovereign, gracious purposes that, that uh, I have, that the purposes towards him that, that, that are sort of have him happening in this way, but also that they're found in Christ, right? He's acknowledging the goodness of God. He's acknowledging that, that God works everything for his good, uh, as Romans 8, as Romans 8, 28 will say, right? Uh, <clears throat> but also, uh, it, it, it doesn't stop there. It, 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 what you, what you, listen to what um, Romans, from verse 31 of Romans 8, this is, what, this is what it says. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not with how will you also 
uh, sorry, he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Jesus Christ is the one who died and who is at the right hand of the Father, who indeed intercedes for us. That, that, that's, that, that, that's the truth that we clearly see there, right? This man is acknowledging that uh, <clears throat> the, the, the clear sovereignty of God, it is God who uh, <clears throat> is the God one, it's the God, it's God who elects, it is God who justifies, it is God who keeps, no one will condemn you. It, if God is for you, who can be against you? Yeah. Who will bring a charge against you? God did not spare his own son. He, he, he gave us. Uh, he, he, the Lord Jesus Christ came and died for us. I mean, what greater sacrifice. What All these other things are just, they're nothing in comparison to what he's already done. Why would he not give you all these other things? God is faithful, right? And <clears throat> Spurgeon puts it this way, that it's, it's God's sovereignty. God's sovereignty, it's, it's a pillow that... Uh, that like believers get to rest on, right? They, they, it, it's what uh, they, they get to lay their head on. And, and really, the, 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 it's the weighty doctrines of grace that, that, that's, that are like a ballast. Um, okay, uh, I don't know if you, if, you, if, if you know what ballast is. Ballast is like, um, so you see a boat, a boat um, is given you essentially you put weight on the boat so that even as it goes, even as the wind shakes, the boat will not sink. And the doctrines of grace are like that. They, they are like ballast for us. They keep us from sinking that the winds and the bellows may come and of trouble will come. They will shake you. They will definitely shake you, but you will not sink. You 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 you, you stay together, you, you you stay in the Lord because of that. And that is clearly what this man is acknowledging. This is one of the remedies that we see. And see then, the next thing there, <clears throat> we see also in the part two of uh, verse eight. Uh, so, <coughs> uh, by day the Lord's command is steadfast love. And next, watch this. And at night his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. This man sings. There is something very interesting. There is something very interesting about music and songs that uh, I don't know if you've noticed this, but you might not even be a, a song could be playing on the radio. You might not even be actively listening, but you'll find yourself singing it later on. It's very hard to forget like that. That's what music is. And there's a reason that, that when children, children are taught by uh, by songs and rhymes, and, and it's, it's, it's quite amazing that how, how it sticks with you. There's like so many songs that you, you learned as a kid uh, that you may, maybe you haven't even heard in years, but if someone plays it, you, if someone starts singing it, the, 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 just like that, the words come to mind. Now, now imagine that, that the song of God, the, the song of the truth of God, are stuck in your mind, right? The, that, that, that this is what this is what is there, right? Uh, that, that this is what is in your head. This is what's stuck in your mind, right? Uh, <clears throat> that, that this is the song of the Lord, as, as he puts it. 
it's the song, it's, 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 it's God's word, it's God's truth that, that we have. You see the, the, why, why we ought to, one, sing hymns uh, and songs, but also why we need to memorize God's truth. You can sing those things to yourself. Uh, <clears throat> and and, and uh, the necessity for us to have a, a vast or as broad as possible a hymnology, right? That, that we have songs that we can sing in the in the highest of peaks when we feel like <laughs> heaven's so close, mm -hmm. or in the deepest of valleys when we it just feels like we are right next door to hell. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's important to have that. There, there, there is something very uh, physical, maybe in fact psychological, that that, 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 that has to do with singing and with singing and songs that. that and th that maybe we're not even aware of, right? That, that it, it, it's completely different in how, when we sing, uh, and not just a, a, a just singing, when we sing with our minds and affections and we, we, we proclaim uh, who God is and express our worship, and there is something happening there. There is something that we, we may not know it in the moment, but, but there is something there is something that is happening to our souls. There, there is food our soul is getting there. The, the, it, it's not just a noise. These are <clears throat> it's not just a noise. And, and you, you then see the importance of why our 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 music, our hymns, they ought to be robust. They ought to be filled with the truth of God. Not just uh, <laughs> uh, platitudes, as it were, or, <coughs> or, or or just weak. So we, we need to have the we need to sing songs that are rich and robust, filled with doctrines and the truth of God's word. Mm. And, yeah, and this is this is this is how this this the psalmist is trying to help here. Um, but not just that. Um, um, let's go to see. Verse 5, verse 5 and verse 11, this is what he says. Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hoping God, for I shall again praise him. He, he's talking to himself. He, he's preaching to himself. That, that's, listen to what Martin Lord Jones says. In, in this, in, this is a Christian classic in uh, <coughs> spiritual, depression, spiritual depression, what I refer to. This is what he says. Have you realized the source of most of our problems is the is the result of you is the result of you listening to listening to yourself instead of talking to yourself? Mm. Take for example the thoughts that come come to you when you wake up. They are there. You haven't originated them. But <clears throat> someone's talking. Who is it? It's the self. Right? And you you can you you already know this you you, you already see it. so they they sort of like a, a committee that that sits in your head a committee that sits and it says voices uh, and they remind you of, of yesterday's trouble they remind you of all the negative things and say God doesn't love you God doesn't God has forsaken you God has abandoned you God has forgotten you that's the sort of thing and. and what we what we need to do is we need to fire this committee. Mm. We need to give them marching orders. Mm. And <clears throat> uh, 
what I'm talking about here, this, this is not some positive uh, confessions from like Joel Austin. No, 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 no. <clears throat> it's not that nonsense. What I'm talking about is, is taking those thoughts captive. That, that it's bringing them to the obedience of Christ. It, it's, it's taking, it's demon, it's, it's demolishing those, those those arguments, right? Those ideas that oppose the truth of God and the knowledge of God. That's how Paul puts it, right? This is the essence of it, not not some positive confession. It's 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 it's, it's arresting all of these uh, these notions that are contrary to God's truth. Uh, and, and and you see. Uh, <clears throat> that, that's what it is. That's what it is. You need to preach to yourself. You need to preach to yourself the truth of God. You, you, you need. To, you need. You need to preach the sweet gospel to yourself. Amen. You, 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 that, that gospel that, that is sweeter than honey, that is precious than gold. That, that that's what you need to do. You, you need to sit yourself down and talk to yourself. Uh, as the psalmist says, what, 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 what does he do? He says, why you cast down on my soul? Why Give me a reason why. Why are you in turmoil within me? This is what he does. right? And look at what he then says, even in the last part. Right? Uh, uh, this is what he says. Uh, so, hoping God, for I shall again praise my salvation and my God. <laughs> you need to remind yourself of uh, <clears throat> of who God is. That, that, that God is the God of salvation. You, you, God has committed himself from eternity past. From before the foundations of the world, God decided that he would rescue you. That, that, that he would... Uh, he would save you, that he would redeem you, he would buy you back from the slave market of sin, and uh, <clears throat> uh, he, he would, uh, th that his son would live a perfect life, a life we could never live. And, and, and by that, uh, <clears throat> and, and, and by that, by, by his righteousness, we are justified. That's the reason we are justified. These are the things that you need to preach to yourself. That it's the gospel. You, you, you need to remind yourself that uh, the, the Son of God died for you, that, that He rose for you, He ascended for you, and He is seated on the right hand of the Father and mediates for you. He is our High Priest, and He will come again for you. That, that's the truth of the gospel that that, that, that we need to uh, <coughs> that, that we need to preach to ourselves. We need to get that. And I'll say I'll say this. Outside of the gospel, there is no there is no cure for the spiritual depression. You can go to therapy all you want. There is no hope there. There is no salvation there. There is no relief there. It's only the gospel that will get you out of the spiritual depression. If 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 you are downcast, if you are. Uh, <coughs> Downtrodden, if your soul is in turmoil, this is the prescription, right? This is the prescription. One, remember what God has done. Remember uh, the worship service. Remember uh, <clears throat> all the things, the songs you sang, the, the, the God's word that was preached there. 
Remember who God is. Remember his character. Remember God's sovereignty. Remember God's love. Remember God's graciousness. Remember God's mercy. And you will also need to have a dose of hymns. Sing to yourself. Sing some hymns. And there are great many of them, right? Uh, we say quite a number of them. I mean, you think think of this thing, that that uh, my hope is built on nothing less, right? Uh, than Jesus Christ, my righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus Christ. The the, the, the second verse, when darkness veils veils his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace. These are the type of songs that you need to sing. Oh, it is well with my soul, right? That, that you can see its robustness. It, <clears throat> you, you can see its robustness, yeah? And, and, and yeah, last but not least, you need to take a full course of the gospel. You, you need to uh, preach the gospel to yourself. <clears throat> but I also want us to note that, that the psalm doesn't sort of end in, in, in triumph like we normally see, right? Verse 11 goes like this Why you cast down all my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me, hoping God, for I shall again praise my salvation and my God. Right? <laughs> and the reason it ends like this is that uh, this is how depression is. You're not going to end it just like that. You, you, it, it takes time. You will not snap your finger and be out of it. But it, the, the triumph that we see is this man is fighting. He, he's still battling. He is struggling, but he's striving. At the end of the psalm, the man is praising. He, he, he's still not able to praise God the way he wants to. But we, we see clearly his hope. He's saying, hoping God, I shall again praise. It's not working because the psalm is ended. But what we see is this man is an incredible amount of faith. Incredible amount of hope, right? And this is what he's saying. I mean, Hebrews 1, 1, sorry, Hebrews 11, 1 tells us what, what, what faith is, right? It's the assurance of things hoped for uh, <clears throat> and the conviction of things not yet seen. That, that, that's what we truly see there. This man, <clears throat> he, he still has hope. He, he, he knows, he says, I will praise again. And he's still going through it. He, 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 He's still not able to, but he, he has hope. He's saying, I will. At some point, it will come. And, and that's the encouragement that I have for us. Maybe you feel like <clears throat> uh, maybe you've done all of these things. You, 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 you have uh, remembered what God, what God has done in your, in your life, what, what, who God is. You, you've sang some hymns. You, you've listened to some sermons. You have heard the gospel. You've preached it to yourself. And it's not working as, as, as if we're even in the case of the Psalms. It's not working. But, but we, we, we clearly see the hope there, the, the, the faith, the hope that this man has. <clears throat> and, and, and I'll say this, this is what it is to be a pilgrim. This is what it is to be a pilgrim. You battle to it. You, 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 you try to praise God till, till it comes. It, it may not be today. It may be, it may not be today or tomorrow, it may be a month, maybe it even years, but you strive to. This is what the gospel is. Yeah, so even as we'll go out now, 
um, the spread the rest of the week. Let's remember these things, even in our dark times. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Lord, for, for the songs that we see all these different emotions that, that we can identify with, Lord. That, that even as we go through these, these depressions and all these being downcast, oh Lord, that, that this is not unique or unique to us, oh Lord, but even greater than that, the, the beauty of it is that uh, not only did the psalmist go through it, Lord, but it is that our, <clears throat> our Lord Jesus Christ went through it even in a far greater sense, Lord, greater than we can imagine. And he's able to relate, he understands us because of that, Lord. He became a man that he would, <coughs> uh, because of it, oh Lord. Lord, uh, uh, but, but that, that is not even the, the, the greatest news of the Lord. The greatest news is that the Lord Jesus Christ is able to carry us even through it, Lord. That, that his shoulders are broad enough for all of us, Lord. For whatever it is that uh, we may be we may be struggling with whatever it is that is depressing us, so that whether it's grief uh, or loss or it's family or, or just being uh, excluded or whether it's persecution, oh Lord, we take heart and we're encouraged, Lord, that our our Savior went through it and He will carry us. We ask that, Lord, You will plant these truths deep in our hearts, that even as we will go through dark times, whether we're going through them right now, Lord, that we will hope in you, we will hope that we will praise again. Um, we ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.